dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. We here, we live, you can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev, episode 135. Glad you remember, because I sure didn't. Teamwork make the dream work. Big facts, Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Who they? Nah. Nah. Black and yellow? Nah. Just... One year, I'm going to be like, who they? And it's going to be like, yeah. I'll say this. If the Bengals ever make it to the Super Bowl, I'll root for them. Just like if the Browns ever make yeah. it to the Super Bowl, I think, I'll root for them. I think the Reds got a better shot of winning something this year yes, than, yeah. uh, than any of my Bengals. So. Yes, How was your week, it? brother? Cold as fuck. Yeah, it was cold. <laughs> cold as a motherfucker, man. That polar vortex shit is for real, huh? Super real, man. Uh, basically, um, when it rolled in, what, on Wednesday... Yep. Yeah, well, so yeah, yeah. I guess it was rolling in on a Tuesday night, night Wednesday. so into a Wednesday morning. Uh, been, been trying to stay with my workout shit. Shouts out to the remote start, because if it wasn't for the remote <laughs> start, I would not be doing half these workouts. Right. So anyway, I get up. House is like 73. Cool. Right. Furnace been running all night, so all right. All right. Yeah. Ready for a high-ass vector bill. It's cool, though. <laughs> uh, start up the whip. So I... I get out the house. I'm like, okay, it's cold, but it's not like terrible cold. Yeah. So go to the gym, come home, take a shower, chill out, have some breakfast, head off to work. Still not really re- registering how cold it is. And my dashboard is saying, oh, it's negative two. I'm like, eh, that's typical. Yeah, that's Ohio. So I'm like, because <laughs> I'm real quick with it, because I'm like, my car is right by the door. I park right by the entrance to the Y. I'm really not outside like that. Yeah. So when I get to work, everybody's like parked along the sides so like because i mean i guess the parking lot was icy or whatever Uh so when i get here there's like a couple people here so i'm like let me park at the bottom and and behind one of our station vehicles in case somebody hits some ice and they slide they'll hit the station vehicle and not (laughs) my vehicle right so i'm walking up the hill and that wind start turning up and it's like feeling like (laughs) tornado-esque but it's cold ass air and then, like, I'm I'm walking, then I look around, like, oh, shit, I'm on a whole patch of ice. I got to go shuffle, the shuffle. long way. <laughs> so I go back down the hill and go up the other side of the hill. So by the time I get up to the other side of the hill, my face is freezing. My legs is free. And I got long johns on yeah. and everything. I'm like, yo, it's cold outside. <laughs> so I go in. I jump on the weather channel. I was like, yeah, negative three feels like negative 20. I'm like, mm, makes sense. <laughs> the next day. That's when it felt, hit. It felt yeah. bad Wednesday. Wednesday was real bad. Yeah. yeah no, we Thursday had, was real bad, yeah. We had uh, the girls been home from school since Wednesday. Ooh. So they've been home Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, Mini uh, vacation. Yeah, we did We did the YouTube, uh, boil some hot water and throw it in the air and watch, it, watch it turn. Yeah, we was messing around a little bit Wednesday. Thursday, I had to walk over to the dollar store. It's like right by my crib. I walked over there to get some diapers for the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. I was like, I was out hot second Wednesday. Just literally went out there. We hit record. 
did the video, hee hee ha ha, ran inside. You know, right. Well, not too long. That walk to the store, it's probably like a three minute walk. It ain't terrible. <laughs> that three minute walk, I'm two minutes in. Like, I should have just drove around the corner. I don't know why I even walked this. It was biting cold. Yeah, so. it was bad. I wanted to do the bubble thing. Bubble, I yeah, hear. like you could freeze bubbles. Oh, yeah. So I made a stop at um at Meyer, and I couldn't find no bubbles. I saw the big bubbles. Mm-hmm. It was like eight dollars. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I ain't <laughs> dropping no eight dollars just for you some. have bubbles for life. <laughs> yeah, like I ain't got no kids, bro. Like I want the little mm-hmm. ninety nine cent bubbles, and we can keep moving. Couldn't find. It. I was like, all right, man, that's it. Out of I season. tried to do my little fun experiment, not happening, man. Yeah. But it was, it was definitely. Biting, you man. watch any uh, any TV this week? TV, being that it was cold, I'm Did sure I? we had a little cabin fever. Man, listen, man, the biggest thing I watched by far was the Fire Festival documentary. Man, oh man, wasn't it's that the crazy? Best thing you watching both? I, I did see the Hulu. I'm like I'm like 50 minutes into the Hulu one. We just started that last night. Okay, it's long. It's like another hour 40 type, okay. type thing, you know. She wasn't feeling well. We had a my girl started a color guard season. They've been practicing for months. So okay, the season has started. It was at Miamisburg from like eleven in the morning to like nine p.m. I seen you out there representing North My Blood. No, nah, I got on a master shirt, bro. <laughs> that's it. As far as I go, I wear green. That's that's all it's gonna be. But they was out there all day doing that, and uh, I got home late. I'm like. I want to see this before pod just to see if it's any, and it is different. Yeah, it's, I heard. It, it, I almost liking it better. So I was really? like, really, it, it's just another angle, and it's more of him. Yeah, the, I heard. I heard. And he's kind of like the unsung type of sit down camera interview. He's talking. He's talking asking them talk. questions. He he kind of wiggle through them. So it's it. it yeah, it, I heard they paid him like fifty. Did they? I heard they paid him like like the Netflix people got the same offer. And they was like, no, we straight. But the Hulu people, I mean, that's how you make yours different. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, all right, you got the perspective of everyone. Mm-hmm. Now they hear the actual guy's perspective. So that's 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 definitely gonna make me want to go check it out even more. I was gonna watch it anyway, but just to hear tell some more fucking lies. Yeah. I'm, for, I'm intrigued. For those that don't know and haven't seen it yet, it is a it is a very good watch. It's about a uh the world's biggest festival that never happened. Yeah, big time, man. It, uh, ja Rule was involved. Yeah. Lots of big money people from New York was involved. A lot Basically, of Instagram influencers. Oh, and that th- this whole thing led to the paid partnership little tags you see on Instagram now. Yeah. And the crazy part about this documentary for me is, you know, working at the radio station, obviously not to that level, not to that magnitude, but we put shows on, we put yeah. events on, everything like that. And so this is right in my wheelhouse yeah. to, to to see someone operate a festival. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I and would it's love not. To see. It's more than just ticket sales and yeah. and artists. You know, it's for especially what they were trying to do. They were trying to go to an island and basically build in ten weeks. You know? <laughs> yeah. So let's so let's let's take it from the top, man. So this guy, I, damn, I forget his name. I, I, I do too. I'm gonna, let me look real fast. Okay. So basically, him and Ja Rule have a company together or trying to start a company together called fire media. Basically they want to take out the middleman and booking people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somebody wants to book DJ killer Kev at their club in Houston, Texas. They go through the fire media McFarland. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They, they go through there and they make the booking experience easier as opposed to 
book DJ Killer Kev at Gmail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have it. It's like a huge booking Super agency. dope idea. Great idea. Yeah. And I think where the idea turns left, well, we know this is where the idea turns left, is they want to promote that entity of it by using the festival. Yeah. And the festival was supposed to take place on a island. Mm-hmm. And Once that, owned by uh, Pablo Escobar. Pablo. And uh, you know, Pablo <laughs> stay in the news even right. <laughs> all the time. Right. Even, so it's uh, it, like it has the, all that 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 cachet, you know. The, oh, man, Pablo Escobar uh, Island. So what do they do to promote their festival idea? They get influencers, mm-hmm. models, you know what I'm saying, beautiful people. So, you know, they go to this said island and shoot the video yeah. shoot the promo video they got basically I just watched it they, they have it on youtube it's yeah. like it's like the actual 2017 promo video it's like two minutes long i yeah. just watched it and uh it's just they they shot they shot you yeah. know it was well well done video but to see that and to see what they got yeah for, big facts for bands <laughs> yeah so basically the video the promo video I mean, if you when you watch the documentary, you don't really want to spoil everything, yeah. but we are because yeah, it's, yeah. it's podcast Sunday. <laughs> podcast Sunday. <laughs> so they're taking basically they're they're just having a good ass time. Yeah, they they quote unquote hired models to come down. They got a lot of alcohol. They got a lot of dudes. They got film crew. They just filmed them having fun, mm-hmm. and they edited into a promo video and said Fire Festival coming blah blah whatever date. Yeah, and they put that out. And they had the models put it out. They had the influencers like Kendall Jenner and mm-hmm. all these famous people put it out. Say, hey, we're going to throw you a couple bucks and you throw it on your IG. And it spread like, yeah. quote unquote, fire. And one of the one of the things that stood out in that process was they took, you know, everybody sees the pretty chick, mm-hmm. the buff dude. You know, everybody sees that on their timeline all day long. They took an orange tile, got 400 people. Whether it was, you know, influencers, models, whoever, artists, they got 400 people to post at the same time this orange tile. Yeah. And you think about it, I mean, we talk about it all the time how these technology and how these phones are so attached to us. And you scroll and scroll and scroll, and then you see this orange tile shared by, you know, somebody you follow, somebody yeah. you rock with, talking about some festival. That's, I mean, it's genius marketing. Yes. They had a lot of the, a lot of great ideas and a great lot ideas. of rights. Right moves, it just they uh they shot themselves short with their time clock. You know they big time they uh from the from again we we're trying to spoil all the details, but you know some of the people were talking like this was a twelve eighteen month type of planned out process, and they're trying to do it in like three or four months. Yeah, crazy. That's crazy, man. For the one of the big things that alarmed me because I mean I knew how this story ends, but. Like when they're on the island or whatever, and they kind of like, well, when they switch locations, yeah, they uh, they forego the insurance. Now, at the radio station for a little rinky dink, no offense, remote at a certain club or a certain 
uh, cell phone place. Yeah. They have to prove they have insurance yeah. for us to come out for two hours. Hey, come on out, blah, blah, blah. For for those type of reasons, mm-hmm. because if something goes wrong at those events, you know what I'm saying, the 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 whatever cell phone place or club and the radio station are liable because we're inviting people out. Yeah. So we, we have to have liability insurance. Yeah, about two years ago, I had the, uh, a wedding that I actually uh, had, had to pass off to someone else because – they they needed me to have insurance mm-hmm. for that reason liability and I'm like you know I, I go buy this insurance for a hundred and whatever dollars I need for this one day right you know we don't have to add that to the ticket you right know, it's not my wedding it's I'm I'm just the music so yeah they didn't want to pay they wanted me to pay for it like I'm in in hindsight I probably should have I'm I'm sure I'll need it again but nah man yeah man so <laughs> this dude is trying to throw a festival yeah. And if you ever been to a festival, you ever been to a big major event, man, like thousands and thousands of people show up and people are wild for the night. And this was a festival for the quote unquote, you know, rich and famous, rich the, and famous. the uh, well off, the 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 one percent, you know, like these people were, you know, paying for uh, uh, what, are they, what are they call private chat. Uh, yeah, like jets, little, little private villas. areas, villas for, you know. 100,000, 80,000, 50,000. I mean, they was paying money to come to this thing. And, uh, man, were they in for a rude, rude awakening. awakening? Now, so the wife and I watch it, and and she's like, how are these people so stupid? Yeah. How are they so stupid? How, how are you falling for this? And I try to explain to her. I was like, yo, people, most people are stupid. Yeah, most people. That's the fact. <laughs> I was like, most people are stupid. Like, if everybody was smart, everybody would be a millionaire. Yeah. But this is, this is people. This, this is, this is how people think. Majority of people think and majority of people believe what they see. hmm And even if they don't believe it, they still do it because of the hope and the wish. Like, I want to be a part of this. I want to be where model blah 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 it was exactly. i want to be where ja rule was i want to be at the biggest thing i don't want to have something a pick for the gram right that's how most people think and most of these people had had the money to you know if Oof. if something went wrong they were still gonna be all right but yeah. there was a ba- a batch of people who yeah. like sold their world you know yeah. like they might have had the dream of if i can just meet this person and give them talk about my ideas mm-hmm. they can change my life i'm going to this festival and they and they Risk it all, you know, and uh, man. Turned out bad. Turned out extremely bad. Another part about the documentary that really blew my mind is when they're, they get to the actual festival site and they're in their villas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm using quotation marks. They're in their villas. And uh, things start to go awry. And people start, you know, for lack of a better word, acting like animals, savages. Yeah. And it brings me back to... Those uh, those The Walking Dead, those uh, apocalyptic movies yeah. that we all love to watch and everything like that. And I was reading like this article about those type of things that if 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 it was to happen, yeah. how quickly society would kill itself and how quickly we of a people would turn our back on one another. And that is proof right there in the pudding mm-hmm. how quick things can change. Like, you know, they get there. Okay, the flight is trash. Yeah. Okay, the transportation to there is trash. They're on a, a a yellow school bus. But the time in between going to the actual festival fairgrounds, they're at a restaurant, 
They're feeding them food, yeah. feeding them alcohol. Everybody's having a good time. Yeah. But when they get there and they realize how bad things are, people turned on each other. Mm-hmm. People are 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 peeing on other tents so no one can be around yeah. them. People are stealing blankets and using them as collateral and to these get other tents things from like other people. Old hurricane relief. Oh man. Tents. And then they had that bad storm the night before. Everything Ooh. got wet. So you can imagine it's like like you say, it's it turns into who you came with. Yeah. And uh it's us against them. We need we need X, Y, and Z. And like you say, instead of everybody kind of working together, it just turned into a free for all and uh survival of the fittest, you know, in the sense of you want a place to lay your head. I mean, there's people running down the lanes with mattresses <laughs> on their head. Like I got I gotta drive with them. I'm I'm coming, you know. So it was It's crazy, man. So crazy. where do you think the responsibility lies with Ja Rule. Man, it, from from both documentaries, it, it has seemed that Ja Rule really just wiggled his way into this. It, it just seemed as if, you know, even when they showed him at the like, convention and they were announcing it and they asked him about it and he like, I'm going to bring in my good friend Billy here to to talk about the, the fire Festival. Like, he he never really... He was involved and he was a face as an artist. He was a face as an industry connect. Mm-hmm. And he definitely holds some some responsibility in the, in the like you say, in the marketing and the face of what we're selling you. But knowing I done been to this island five times before this festival and it's not ready, but we'll be all right. You know, it's just, it just seemed like he just constantly stayed a part of it to, in the hopes that it, that it did well. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it went ugly... I'm out of here, you know. <laughs> this Billy I, shit. This ain't I, mine. Right. <laughs> I, I, I look at Rule like just like the rest of the influencers. You know, I, I definitely he had money invested, and according to him, he lost money as well. Yeah. Um, but the role that he plays in this whole situation is just like kind of like you said. It's like he's there, but not really. You know, he has a major connection, especially to us and people in our age bracket, mm-hmm. because we remember when Rule was the number one guy. Yeah. So, but. It's just it's just crazy to see him there, like for the for the good part. Yeah. You know, for the filming of the of the commercial. Yeah. But he's not there when shit goes bad. And that and when I was having this discussion with somebody else, like, oh man, Rude fucked up, he swindled them people too. I was like, I don't see it that way. Yeah. I don't see Rude there on the day to day stuff. I don't see him involved in the setting up. All I see him there is in the promo. Yeah. And I think and that is where when they go to court, I think that's where everything comes to. If you go on your IG feed, you can see pay partnership tons of times when you sit looking at Puff's page, whenever mm-hmm. he pouring up Ciroc, paid uh, partnership, mm-hmm. all the fashion over stuff, paid partnership. Yeah. You know, it's it's trying to let the people know, like, all right, I'm a famous person and I'm wearing this item. And I'm, I'm showing it off to you. But I'm also being paid for this, so it's keeping them out of the the storm if something goes awry. Yeah, yeah. let's let's talk about that because the amount of money that Kylie Jenner got for one Get the motherfucking bag. Instagram post, she got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to say, "I'm pleased to announce good music and be involved with the Fire Festival." I mean, like. At what point does does two hundred and fifty thousand dollars just to be on the shitter dropping this post real quick? 
it's crazy. It's crazy how much money will go into something once money is not really an object. You know, like when when you got when you talk about that kind of money, like you're 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 spending millions of dollars on if, promo. If two hundred and fifty k for one person is, is is an adequate offer, and then people were saying with her influence, you know, that's low. Like she giving y'all a deal. <laughs> because of the fact of you know she can take a brand that's nothing and make it a brand with one tweet and it's crazy that that's that someone has that kind of influence over an amount of people mm-hmm. that's the part that boggles my mind like it you got 250k so she can re- retweet the link of the pod hell no nah. <laughs> but if i did we jump it Hey, it's Kylie. Make sure you check out You Can't Make This Up podcast. I'm pleased to announce. <laughs> Two we, be blo- we be blowing up, son. So a little, a little side question I got for you, brother. Yeah, yeah. What's the farthest you've traveled for like that one night party when you had to get back for something in the AM? Um, man. Or just something you just like. You went a long way for something that really was like, really, bruh? Like, just one of those. Because I'll tell you mine while go you ahead, think. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I have two. The first one. Oh, this nigga. <laughs> the first one, I was in the military. Um, Central State Homecoming Weekend. <laughs> I'd rather had come home to get some guarantee than shoot my shots in the club in Oklahoma that weekend. Bees like that. So I went to the uh, formation that morning, pretend like I had diarrhea. I'm not feeling well. Diarrhea was like that 24-hour pass to where they would just like, just go home. You know, nothing we could do with you here. So Friday morning, 6 o'clock, I go to the hospital, get my little sick call slip. I'm on the road by 7 a.m. Driving 15 hours. I get home Friday night, and I party at Central Friday and Saturday and drive back to Oklahoma. I literally came home for a weekend just to kick it, and it was like, that drive home, 15 hours, bro, was like, what are you doing with your life that you came all the way up here just for that? Now I got to drive home Sunday and go to work Monday and act like all is well. Like, got back at like 2 in the morning, Whew. Monday morning, had to get up at 6 again. Like, that was terrible. But the I would say party-wise, me, Smoke, and uh, Doc, we early on we met Tony, uh, invited us up to Cleveland. We went to a Sunday show in Cleveland. And uh, had to be back for, like, Monday work, you know. Mm-hmm. So we partied all, went to the show, went to the club, left the club at, like, 2, and drove straight back to Dayton that night. So, we put, like, I'm hammered driving with cruise control, trying to stay in the lines. And I get I get sleepy when we get to, like, Miller Lane. You know, like, we almost home. Uh, almost there. <laughs> I'm like... We need to switch, bro. I'm about to lose it. So, oh my goodness! But we we uh, drove three and a half hours just to kick it, get drunk, party, and drive back. Terrible, man. For me, one of them was I'm gonna leave uh, <laughs> certain names out, <laughs> but <laughs> we went to. Uh, <laughs> Damn, should I say this part? <laughs> I'm trying try to keep it. <laughs> trying to find a find a lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I can say this. This is cool. This isn't that bad. I mean, I just won't say the, the certain people's yeah. names. Going to... Don't mess up. No, no, I know. I'm trying not to mess up. Going to a certain university in Atlanta. Okay. Plenty of options. Yeah, there Plenty you go. Plenty of options. Uh, who wrote? It was me. Is it the one with the girls, though, or is it... 
<laughs> it's the one right by. Oh, it's if, if, you, if you can dig what I'm saying. To see a certain group of people. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it, man. We was going to see this, uh, this girl that I knew from my high school days. I was going to see her. And it just so happened. Uh, no, no, no. It's me, uh, Buddha Man, RDP, uh, AP, mm-hmm. who was on the pod. Both the brothers been on the pod. And our homeboy, Peanut, we drive down to Atlanta. So from Wright State to Atlanta is about eight, nine hours. Yeah. We in my Toyota Celica. So we drive down there or whatever. So we kick it for the weekend. So mm-hmm. this girl... <laughs> that I knew from high school. She invited us to come down. So obviously we go down or whatever. Yeah. So I didn't know she had a boyfriend. Mm. So we down there <laughs> hanging out. And then she's like, yeah, I'm about to go to my boyfriend house. So I'm like, hey. <laughs> but the kicker is my boy Peanut, he ran into an old high school piece who didn't he didn't even know went there and we will never and he will never ever live this down she sprang up on him brian how'd you find me <laughs> yo when i say whenever we see this brother we say that dog it is the funniest shit of all time because we're just walking on this certain campus in atlanta's and this girl just runs up on him like, who the hell is this? And why is she calling you by your real name? Right. <laughs> Nobody calls you by your real name besides your parents. <laughs> so that happened. Uh, and then the girl that I went to go see, her roommate was throwing it at me. But I was like, uh, should I take this right. or should I not take this? I did not. I was a good guy because yeah. I really wanted to be with the other one way more. <laughs> But then another chick was throwing it at RDP. <laughs> RDP slept in a chair, fully dressed. <laughs> I think the only person that had a good time on that trip was Peanut. <laughs> so then we drove all the way back to Wright State on Sunday afternoon. And then we hit up this party at Wallabies. And, uh, and that was actually like probably like one of the first times I ever t- had a conversation with my now wife. So mm-hmm. that was a crazy four day span. Yeah. So yeah, man. Oh my goodness so, gracious! Real quick, before we uh, get off this fire festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta talk about the guy. Oh, oh. Are we about to talk about the one guy? I just want to know how dedicated are you to hot? Man, not, <laughs> not that fucking dedicated. Not at all. It just boggled my mind that someone would, uh, no matter what your sexual preference is, I mean, you know, you do what you do. Right. But no matter what, you're willing to risk it all like that just to save face? Face, the water. I mean, whew. I mean, I'll say it like this, man. The dude got game. Mm-hmm. He's got a mouthpiece on him. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking people into doing the craziest shit ever. Like he was, he talked dude into giving another dude a BJ. Yeah. I mean, like, if you do this, you'll save the festival and yeah. go home and, and get your mind right. Yeah. Nah, bro. You save the festival. Yeah. <laughs> this is your big idea. Right. <laughs> He's talking locals into working. Yeah, that was sad. That was, that was sad. The, the the um the lady that handled the food. I I, you, I felt bad for her, obviously, but I felt more bad for the guy 
who he was talking to to get more workers. Yeah. To yeah. come build. Because and soon when that, all this is going on, what's coming to my head is these people live here. Yeah. Yeah. When you say the thing goes off without a hitch, let's just say it does. You take your money, you go back to the United States, you do what you do, and then you come plan for next year. But he's still here. He lives here. This is his home. Yeah. So when shit goes effed up, they're not going to be looking for you. They're going to be looking for him because he lives here. You're right. ruining people's lives. Definitely go watch the Hulu one. On the Hulu one, they uh, they address some of the um, how do I say this without they address some of the uh, motivations or or goals moving forward to kind of help raise some money to mm. help the people that they kind of took advantage of. Yeah. You know? So they had a. I'll just say this this a little bit. They had a, they had a GoFundMe for some purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, saw that part. It, it met goal, and uh, they started another one, literally just to pay back some of the people from the Bahamas that worked 20, 20 hour days to help get this thing going. And uh, everybody was saying like the same about the workout. That's the part that struggles me is like people are telling you, like, everybody on your team, everybody in your corner, everybody supposed to be on your side is telling you. Well, there's a reason for that because he was swindling money from other people. That's what I'm saying. He was, he reminds me like not on that level, obviously, but there was a promoter in the area. Uh, I'll, I'll leave nameless just because uh, you know <laughs> that's the name of this pot. We'll leave. It's Black History out. Month. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I don't want to jag him too bad. But tell uh, me off, Mike. Bro. <laughs> yeah, but he, um, he definitely, man, like he hustles and, and, and he hustles with no care about no one's feelings and what's right or wrong he's doing it for him and his purpose like mm -hmm. book me for gig struggling to get the money from him he up and out of town all week all of a sudden you know then he back uh want me to spend next friday but ain't pay me for the previous friday and it's like i'm gonna need that bread when i walk in or i'm walking out you know and yeah. then all of a sudden he gone he down in florida and i end up seeing an article um online Somebody had shared it where he was in Florida and got arrested for basically doing this. Like he wow. was constantly raising money from other people to pay for that last problem mm -hmm. to hold an event to raise money to pay for this new one that I just yeah. got to pay for the last one. Like it's just uh, it becomes such Robin a mess. To pay Paul. Yeah, it comes such a mess, and that's and and on a bigger level, that's what this guy uh, Billy McFarland did with the fire festival. Man, he was he had people. He had that magnesium card. Yeah. That kind of took off in, in the in the rich's eyes, and he had a lot of support, and people knew he could sell anything, and he was a great salesman and believed in him, and he could go leave the Bahamas, go get a couple meal, come back. All right, my bad, I got it now. Get yeah. that roof on that building. Next problem, what's next? You know, it's, it's just sad, man. How how much how much money he really. He spun took from, from people, people, spun it around. And I mean, like I was saying, man, he has a mouthpiece. He has the gift of gab, talking people into coughing up that type of money. Like that, yeah. that is that is a gift. Yeah. And it, in this it's case, you for the yeah. evil. <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy, man. So definitely watch that that doc, man. I'm gonna definitely check out that Hulu. Use your little seven day free trial for Hulu. That's what I did. Hey. Use your little free trial. Go watch some Hulu. Yeah, I might have to. <laughs> I might definitely have to. What's the biggest festival or event you ever been to? Um, I'd have to say the 09 BT Awards with Mike Jack died. Mm. That was a that was a 
a crazy a crazy experience just because I remember we flying there. We uh we get to San Francisco. That's where our layover was, and uh, everybody in the airport walking with their head up, and they kind of like stop it. And you when you see a busy airport stop, yeah, it's a weird ass experience. So like we all looking around like why everybody like looking at the TV and stopping. So we get to a TV and it's like Michael Jackson died and it's like the world. Like I mean, people literally stop. People crying in the airport. It was going crazy. So our room happened to be literally across the street from his Hollywood star. Damn. So all week, you know, you're seeing all the people out there, you know, all just mass people trying to show support. And uh, it's a little funny story off of that. I'm, we couldn't get down there in the daytime because it just it was like hundreds of people down there. It was just crazy. So after a night of partying, like three in the morning, we like let's go to the star and get our pictures now. Yeah. While it's you know middle of the night. And uh, I'm down there. We taking pictures. Me and a uh, shout out to uh, Dr. Gregory, Donnell Gregory. We is out there taking our pictures and stuff. <laughs> and um, we standing there and like the Today Show come up to us. And I had called off from the post office because I told you about my little three day one occurrence yes, deal. Yes, I remember So that. I called off for my three days like that Sunday so I could have more days there. And uh, I'm standing there and the cameras in my face they like do, do you want to talk about what michael jackson means to you i'm like nope can't do it and uh i do not approve this video don't put it on nothing i don't want to know trying to have me hot at, <laughs> back at work but uh getting to go to that award show man was uh, an experience like no other of course the whole show it was supposed to be this exciting thing because beyonce and jay was performing that mm-hmm. year and uh the whole show flipped to a tribute to mike, mike jack, jack. Um, so we got the we had great seats, got to really ex- experience that whole thing. So that was probably the biggest thing I've ever gone to. That was you know that in the Bad Boy concert. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> dun, uh, that Bad pain. Boy changed my life. I ain't gonna lie. The pain, the pain for me. The biggest event I ever went to uh, was definitely NBA All Star Weekend in Vegas. Nice, uh, my boy Jay Ryan. Yeah, Jay ran and boo that man. We went out there, and it's fucking crazy, yeah. man. I've never done an All Star, man. I, I almost went to the Houston one, didn't, and uh, I keep saying I'm gonna do one. I'm uh, I just want to experience one time. But the older I get, the more I don't want to go deal with all the hassles and the hustle and bustle, the hurry up and wait, the we gotta leave at six to get there by eight because the traffic and you know all that. Bruh, I would tell you this, man. I'm glad I went. Yeah. I'm glad I got to experience it. Uh, never again. Yeah. Once you reach grown man status, those those, never again. those decisions start getting far and few when you're like, nah, bro, I don't. I'm See, cool. the thing about it was, it wasn't even like, all right, because we had VIP at, well, not VIP, we had passes to a party. Mm-hmm. Russ Parr was there. He threw a party. He hooked us up with passes. Nice. We uh, didn't have to wait in line, but like, it was just like it was just so many people in one spot. Yeah. So many and people. Vegas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the the amount of people and like that was like I want to say on a Friday was the one we went to and we had we had a good time mm-hmm. at the at the club or whatever. But like you know it's Vegas, so when we're leaving at three, it's like shit. It's, it's only three. Let's do something. So we're just going around is just like man it's a lot of fucking people here so we just, you really don't get to experience vegas you just around a bunch of motherfucking people right and and saturday was horrible it was just horrible like i don't even the, the biggest thing i take back from that was 
being stuck in traffic. Yeah. Like, we went to a club, was there for a minute. It was just so packed. We couldn't enjoy ourselves. Just couldn't do anything. Couldn't get to the bar. Just just was not fun. So we're trying to leave. And uh, actually, Peanut, he lived out there, so he had picked us up. And uh, we are like, in a parking garage, like, literally for, like, three hours. Waiting to get out of it? Waiting to get out of it. Yikes. And so... Other people that was with us, like, they got out the car and they walked to the hotel. But since this is my man's, I ain't about to be like, all right, man, I'm going to just you leave. You drive it. Yeah. yeah, peace, man. I'm going to see you. See call you when, call I me see when you get parked. <laughs> yeah. So we, I stayed with him. And it was just horrible. It was just like that many people. And, you know what I'm saying? And some stories are starting to come out about their experience in Atlanta right now yeah. going down to the Super Bowl. I see a lot of people down there. I see a lot of people having a good time. Yeah. A lot of picks with celebrities doing it for the gram, yeah. but I can only imagine what that traffic is like. Man. I'm so straight. Yeah, I'm I'm cool on the, like, the already bad-named cities for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool on, like, a super dope event there unless I can really wiggle. Yeah. And, and really, like, you know, I don't have to drive. I can I can sit in a, in a, in a rented Mercedes with 10 of my friends and we can get hammered and just, oh, we here? Cool. You know, yeah. like, if I can experience like that, that's different, but... You know, without that police escort or uh, yeah. that, that extreme hookup, it seems like, you know, I was down there in July for that wedding, bro, and we were 20 minutes from the venue. It took me 50 minutes to get there. Damn. And it was just driving up Main Street. You know, it was just light after light, but it was, you drive 300 yards and you sit for four minutes because you're waiting for that light to turn green again. Right. It's just crazy. Every light. I know my brother, he wants to go to Coachella so bad. Every year he yeah. asks me, like, yo, Coachella this year? Like, it was the one when Outkast performed was the one he was like, man, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. And I, I couldn't go. Yeah. I would have went, but I couldn't go. So now every year when Coachella comes, like, we going this year? We going this year? And it's like, no, I, I'm would, straight. I want my experience that or uh, South by Southwest. I will do South yeah. by Southwest. Yeah. I would I would get at a shot because it's dope. more than just a music festival. They got a movie part of mm-hmm. it. It's like different stuff going on. And it's a much bigger city uh, than a desert in the yeah. middle of California than Coachella. So I might consider doing South by Southwest. When I was in the Army, I went to uh, Galveston for the Kappa Week, okay. Bike Week or whatever, whatever it was. And it was, uh, that was, that was you know, but when you're 21, yeah, 22. See, that's the difference. You out the window. Ah, yeah. What we doing tonight? You know, yeah. like, that's, that's Block Party in Columbus. Yeah. That's, that's uh, Daytona. During a spring break, yo, exactly. I did both of those. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I did spring break in Miami, did spring break in Atlanta, the mini freak nick. Like, I mm-hmm. did those, and that's and that that time, it's hella fun. Yeah. But when you hit a certain age, <laughs> right. you like, bro, yeah. I'm, I'm straight yeah, I'm the cool. motherfucker. <laughs> you uh, you hype for this game tonight, brother? Big time, big time. Always Super hype Bowl, for the what, Super Bowl. 50? Like 53, Three? I believe. Yeah, 53. Uh, I will bring up uh, a small fact. Uh-oh. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, you said it was over for this guy. Yeah. It's never over, dog. I guess it's time for my apology. <laughs> um, about a month ago, three or four, five episodes ago, I uh, said Patriots didn't have no weapons. Brady was done, so, but, you know, one, one part of that equation I left out was that guy by the name of Bill. Belichick. And I give him a little more credit than I do Brady, to be honest. I'm probably get some flack for this too. But I really think Belichick put himself in that GOAT for sure, for sure status. 
and Brady too, but I feel like other quarterbacks, not a lot, but others, <laughs> could have had that same success in that offense just how it's ran. Like their offense to me, you know, Brady's not the most athletic. He's not, you know, but he, when you completing 21 or 24 passes and you, you know, can manage the game and their time possession is always crazy. So, you know, it's one thing to be like somebody done, but, you know, they got to lose it first, right? Yeah, so, they got to lose so. This is why he's the best. Like you say, he's not the most athletic. He ain't got the strongest arm. But he's the smartest motherfucker out there, man. Yeah. He is the smartest dude out there. I mean, you there. don't feel as stressed. Like, watching football and it's third and seven, there, there, there's times where I'll run to the kitchen because I know they're about to punt. Mm-hmm. And I'll come back and catch that punt. But with Brady, it's third and seven. You don't really feel the pressure of, like, they ain't about to get this. Like, they find a way to get eight yards. Yeah. Not not 48 necessarily. They just get the first. Like, they just move the ball, move the ball, move the ball. Then we get in the area and let Brady just show his accuracy. You know, and Bruh. it's been working. My, I think the what digs me the most about the Patriots is one of my best friends from the military is a diehard Patriots fan. Now, I was in the military from 01 to 05. Okay. When did Brady win his first? 03? 04? I think so. 03? Somewhere around there. I was in the military. 02. I was 02. in the military. 02, yeah. Because so, it, uh, it was that year uh, of 9 11. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You're right. So from that time, 01, 02 <laughs> to 2019, I've been constantly saying whoever the Patriots was playing, they about to get smacked. <laughs> I got the Steelers. I got who, whoever it was. And the was it a year or two ago when they were down by 20 against the Atlanta, I think yeah. it was? Yeah. And I sent that Michael Jordan cry <laughs> face of I Brady. That. I sent to everybody. I'm talking Loading. talking who huge shit. And by the end of that game, bro, I had to turn my phone off. Like power it down because it was just like I'm getting it from everybody, and then he gets a he always had that little edge and digging and digging in me a little harder and just getting the getting the the, the laugh a little greater than I, you know. He's always been that guy, and like every year, man, I gotta listen to him talk his shit. And I'm just tired of it, bro. Look, tired man, it, it's it's like Marty? this. <laughs> it's like this, man. Like you said on those third sevens, you could say, all right, man, they gonna run that stack formation. And Edelman gonna run that crossing route. Get on Edelman. And then as soon as you be like, all right, get on Edelman, they swing it to James White out the backfield for a first down. Mm-hmm. So then next time, like, all right, watch watch James out the backfield. No, make sure y'all keep an eye on Edelman on that crossing route. Yep. Then this motherfucking Gronk on a in quick the out. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? What is going on? Every time. Then Every they, time. And then the Sony Michael come out of nowhere and he goal line ready. Goal line it's ready. Just, they program their offense. And the thing great. about it is, and people say, Stuff like this, and I, I was there before too, man. They lucky, man. They lucky. They just lucky. You know what? At the, at some point, you just gotta say, man, this dude's just that good, man. Yeah. And and, and realize if a call is close, it's going their way. Mm-hmm. If anything happens, it's going their way. Yep. Like okay, Brady threw an interception that would have iced the game. Flag on the play. I was like, oh, it's a flag on the play. I was like, it's going to be on KC. Yeah. Motherfucker offsides. The, the one, one thing that, that blew, <laughs> First my, down. blew my mind about this Super, this Super Bowl in particular 
it opened up. You know, I'm I'm heavy on my DraftKings and I'm oh, uh, my, my sports betting, and uh, this is a big payout week. So <laughs> I got a few lineups in tonight, and I'm I'm reading, and when the lines opened in Vegas, the Rams was I think a one or two point favorite, and the amount of bets that came in for Brady and them Pats was so <laughs> severe. It flipped the line to make the Patriots the favorite now. And that usually doesn't happen in the world of sports betting, just just purely off of bets, you know. But it's hard to bet against Brady and Bill. I mean, they they find a way to get it done. But I really do believe <laughs> the Rams win by three. You don't believe that, man. I do. I'm telling <laughs> you. you. Don't, don't. My dude, my dude, Sue, he going to get a couple sacks. Defense going to show up. Gronk going to pull a hammy trying to go too hard. <laughs> 42-39. Man, listen, dude. Rams. <laughs> I conceded, man. I conceded when they came back against the Falcons, man. Like, Bill is the best coach of all time. Brady's the best coach of all time. I don't give a shit if they lost to Philly last year. Yeah. Patriots going to win, man. Rams by three. <laughs> The Patriots, <laughs> I, Patriots by ten. <laughs> Patriots by ten. I ain't got no number. I got Patriots by ten, man. That dude. The only team that could have beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl was the Saints. I think. Yeah. I just think the NFL that, knew that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hooking him up. You hooked him up, man. Make Brady great again. Oh, you already know what that's about, man. <laughs> right. Like, bro. Like the dude is going to nine Super Bowls. That's, I mean, man. why do why do people get tired of greatness? Because that's really what it is. It boils down to I we, don't we, know. We tired of seeing you do well. I mean, see, because <laughs> what else are you hating on? Because it's I, really I don't know. Because I, I know like this. Okay, for the Bulls, the Jordan era, I was rooting for the Bulls. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was rooting for MJ, Scotty, and the Bulls for sure. Um, earlier in Tim Duncan's career, couldn't stand him. Cause I'm like, man, he ain't good. He ain't that good. He ain't that good. Man, he's throwing it off the backboard. Who does that? <laughs> but by later in his career, I'm like, Timmy! Yeah. Timmy's so dope! <laughs> right. Like, like, yo, this dude is just... Timmy. Yeah, off the class. Oh, you can jump out of the gym. Take this in your face, yeah. buddy. Who cares about all that? It's buckets, is buckets. YMCA Timmy. Yeah, but the Patriots, it like when they beat the Rams, I was rooting for the Patriots back when they beat the Rams. I was yeah. like, ah, who gives a fuck about the Rams? Let's beat them. And then they won another one. And then they, won, then they started beating the Steelers, and I started like, hey, man, these motherfuckers is a – Keeping my Steelers from having an opportunity to play for another Super Bowl. Yeah, fuck these dudes. And one Brady don't never get touched, Harley, bro. I mean, he's so good at getting rid of the ball, knowing where everybody at, finding and, your weak point, and they will attack the shit out of that weak corner until you move him. Yeah, like look, look at mm. these. Like when he's about to get sacked, he don't take the sack. He just fall. Oh yeah, like that's why you gonna hit? play till he's forty five. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why I keep saying like he's just smarter than everybody else, man. Yeah. And and we as a football fan base need to just deal with it. It's like, man, it is what it is, dog. If you gonna beat, you got to. I always say this: you got to be up seventeen. Don't yeah. I'm not comfortable 
unless you're up 17 in the fourth yeah. versus the Pats, man. Because we all know they get the ball last or scoring, dog. Yeah. The only way to stop them is to get an interception. And Casey had the interception. Motherfucker was offsides, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker was offsides, man. You blew it. Yeah. You had your chance. You stopped them. They it was did. over. Almost, but not quite. Exactly, man. <laughs> Pass what by you got? 10. What you got? Final score? Uh, I'm going to go with... Yeah. Super Bowl's always high scoring shootouts. I know, I know, I know. And 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 the Rams defense is not good. Their defense is I mean, they got the defensive player of the year, but their defense yeah. is not that good. Well, they play good against their line the is good, but yeah. the farther you get back. Yeah, yeah. I'ma go with uh 38-28. Mm. 38-28. Pats. 42-39 Rams. This guy. I'm telling you. This guy. Rams. The youthfulness of the Rams. Uh, what's the coach name? That's 32 McVay. years old. McVay. He going to shock the world. Man, he gonna, he's 33 years old. New, coaching in a damn Super Bowl. New face of the NFL. I mean, there, was a sophomore in high school when Brady got his first chip. <sighs> I need a drink on that one. Crazy. <laughs> Some people just got that. Got that path. <laughs> man, yeah, exactly. And I will say this, man, like, for people who are not watching the Super Bowl, I can separate the whole Colin Kaepernick from watching the game. Yeah. You can do both. Yeah. Um, People like Nick Cannon who's saying Travis Scott isn't for the culture because he's performing at the Super Bowl. Well, Nick Cannon, you're in Atlanta doing the wilding out. Yeah, you're not. You're not for the culture, then. Right. Like you, you can't be both. You're performing at the Super Bowl too. You're just yeah. not. You're still making money at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you in town? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. Like people, it 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 kills me that people get on their high horse about things like this. You know, you you're not killing the players because they play in the NFL, but you're you're killing someone for performing at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like Nelly said, they asked Nelly, would you perform at the Super Bowl again? He said, hell yeah. It's like I'm getting my music and what I do out to uh, the world uh, to the world and to a group of people that may not be familiar with my music. Right. So why wouldn't I? Yeah. And why wouldn't Travis Scott? Like, yo, Big Boy is also performing. Yeah. And I, don't, this, I don't hear people attacking Big Boy for performing. They, I feel like people are trying to compare this to like, 45's inauguration when Chrisette Michelle performed and we ain't heard her name since. Like, right. th- that's different than what people want it to be. It, all the, the world, the world in sports, they want the world's problems to not be turned off for a moment and enjoy a sporting event. They got to yeah. bring some of that to it. So, you know, they're taking over under bets on will Maroon 5 kneel during halftime and will like, bro, you are an artist. Who has opportunity to make a living? Yeah, using your voice and your gift. It's almost ride that way. Bro. I watched this <laughs> documentary about a um about filmmaking, and they had this little section about bad movies. And the director said, like you know, when a studio hires a director, a producer, and actors, yeah, they're they're trying to do their best job. Believe it or not, even though a movie may turn out to be bad. But their initial role, they're hired to shoot the pages. They're hired to, to perform what's on the paper. 
as these performers, they're hired to perform. Mm-hmm. You can be for the culture. You can be with Cap and still enjoy watching the Super Bowl. You can be with Cap and be for the culture and still perform at the Super Bowl. Right. Meek Mill is in Atlanta. Cardi B is in Atlanta. Cardi B is has a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Sweet dude. <laughs> Cardi B has a commercial for Pepsi running with the Super Bowl. I don't hear people attacking her. I don't hear people attacking Big Boy from Outkast performing at the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think Travis Scott is the easy attack because he's with Kylie Jenner and things like that. You know, I, I just think people are on that high horse. I just I don't understand that, man. Like you can be of both. You can enwa- can enjoy watching sports in the Super Bowl and everything like that and also be down with the culture. And I'm not knocking nobody for turning down the opportunity either. Yeah. You shouldn't. I mean, like, people deserve like you said, people deserve a chance to do them. And it the 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 world should not hound people for Music should have its own right, its own lane, its own purpose. Aside from R. Kelly, but, <laughs> but music should be able to should be able to do its thing and don't bring your opinions and your wants into a game. Like, I mean, imagine how dope it would be like if Outkast was performing a uh, freaking. I don't know. Atlanta every, just vibe. Yeah, everybody from Atlanta. Mm. Every artist that came out from Atlanta is performing Take at the Super Bowl. Take it back to Jock and Jeezy yeah. and let them. I, uh, um, what's the country band name? Um, Georgia Line? Yeah. Like the whole everybody from there performing. Yeah. Like, and that, to me, in my mind, like that would show a, a sign of unity. Yep. You know, and, and that's what it should be about. I would love to see something like that. But no, people want to be on the high horse. But still in the same fact, you're down there in, in Atlanta taking advantage of what the Super Bowl is bringing to the city, and you're making money off of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a hypocrite, bro. Yeah. It's a, just a hypocritical behavior. And there's tons of people down there in Atlanta having the time of their life, and I hope they do. Yeah. But Nick Cannon and people that are criticizing Travis Scott for performing at the Super Bowl are hypocrites. And if, if they're in Atlanta— Making money this then, week. Then I read Anita Baker doing the, the national anthem, I believe, I believe and they're giving so. her a hard time. Houseway. You know, exactly. Anita House Baker, way. bro. Like, <laughs> like, Anita Baker, you know she's down for us. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, come on. The people, it's it's like Lil Duval used to say on Twitter, man, what y'all fake mad about now? Exactly. Y'all fake mad. That's not real. Yeah. That's not real. Y'all, oh, you, you black, you shouldn't be doing that. Get out of here, exactly. man. Exactly. Get out of here, dude. Like, that shit is so stupid. I hate when people try to use race when it's not necessary. Yeah. It's not necessary in this case. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, is Colin Kaepernick probably being blackballed? I believe so. But you can also still enjoy the game, and you can also provide your family a living if they're going to pay you X amount of dollars to sing a three-minute song. Or, yeah, you got a half hour of, of effort, yeah. and you just making something with the M on the end probably close to it. Sounds like a plan to me, man. Yes, sir. There it is. Another episode. You can't make this up. Podcast. Cab Nash. DJ Killer Cab. We out. Peace.